Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. When people say that I don't have the energy, it just means what you're focusing on isn't as important as you want it to be. And that's the handyman that anything goes. Nothing matters. Doesn't matter if it's straight. Doesn't matter if it's crooked. Doesn't matter if we use warped wood. Nothing matters. Just get it up. And when we use our energy that way, there's also a lot of other loopholes in there where other energies can get in to give us all that doubt. And that's when your mind is talking to you. To look at the concept of looking up or looking down. Whenever we look at the various things that are happening, even in our society, whenever we look down, if you look at people looking down, they're always in either there's something on their mind, their energies are heavy. And what Spirit is saying is with your third eye and with your crown, when you feel down and depressed and you feel very human like, it has a weight. And it actually brings your head down. Even if a person that's blind, that's never seen other people with their head down, well, their head will go down when they feel down. It's not like you saw it from somebody. It's just a, a reaction that your energy has. Because when people are just looking down, they're looking at their environment. If their environment is favorable and everything is hunky-dory around you, then you feel good. The trap with that is that everything then that the environment is doing is solely responsible for your mood, for your energy moving forward. And is that safe? That's something you have to ask yourself. Look at cell phones. Our head is down all the time on cell phones. In fact, in some countries in Europe... Netherlands is one of them. I read an article a while back that it's so bad with accidents, people crossing the road without looking where they're going. The accident rate and the casualties are so high that they actually had to install lights in the pavement with the people they're walking on. So as you're looking down, they see this red flashing pavement light to alert people to look up. You're about ready to get hit you're going through a red light or whatever it is. And why is it that our safety is number two and our messages are always more important? We see that in, in driving, when people are texting and driving, that our messages sometimes are more important. When we respond to the environment in such a human way, we always have limits. We will always see the limits to whatever it is, because our society is always pointing them out. If you're too tired, drink this. If you don't have the energy, do this. And we become robots after a while. But those that are constantly looking at what they need and what they feel they need, they're connecting to a higher entity. They're connecting to something larger. And these are the same people that have their head up and that are, they're looking more up. They are usually astronomers or people that like to look at the sky. 
And they always have an incredible attitude and appreciation for how small they are in the universe when you could look outside and see all the stars with billions of stars and galaxies and they are so small that we can see it. They have that deeper appreciation because you're looking at your homeland. You're basically looking at source energy and that is always more powerful. And I always use the analogy where if you're like a cell phone, if you're on the phone for, let's say, an hour on your cell phone, if you have battery power, your battery power starts to come down because you're using so much energy. But if you had that phone plugged in, you could talk pretty much indefinitely. And actually, the battery power will end up going up because you're not using your own energy. And one of the things that Reiki masters are constantly being told is don't use your own energy when you're healing anybody. Use it so that it's coming from above and you're using energy of not yours because then you'll be exhausted. There are Reiki masters and energy workers that they can only do maybe two, maybe three clients a day. They can't do anymore because they've used a lot of their own energy. But as soon as they tap into something else that is unlimited, they could pretty much do it all day. In fact, it goes the other way, where if you do it right, you'll be you'll have so much energy, it'll take a cup of coffee to bring you down so that you can go to sleep because there's so much energy. And that's when you know you've done it right, where you're not using your own resources, but something outside of you. And where does that come into play when it comes to being tough? Because when Suzanne and I, we do a reading, it is really amazing that we never hear spirit being in a 911 situation. They're never in a hurry. They, they're always so insightful. They're calm. And no matter what instance it is, regardless if whether somebody has just passed away or something that somebody that needs to address their health right away, very calm, and that's the best word I could use. I've never seen them really upset in any of the readings. And so it's it's great to see that. And then they say, well, it's because we've been at this for many, many centuries, and we've seen many human evolutions happen. So this is not really that big of a deal. It's like a nurse that's in the emergency, and she has seen gunshot wounds, and she's seen so many things. After a while, you become desensitized, not so much to the point where you don't care. It's just that you're not going to be always in that alert. You'll just know what to do in a very calm way because you've done it so many times. That's what they say that's happening in many of our evolutions as humans. They've seen us in exactly this position, and so they come in to give you that insight. Where the result of tenacity comes into play is that it's getting out of your physical state and connecting to something larger. Looking at the higher speed, I mean, you ever tried to drive a motorcycle? Those that do drive even a bicycle. If you try to drive a bicycle or a motorcycle in low speed, what happens? The balance is really tough. And if you go slow enough, you would actually fall off both of those vehicles. But as soon as you have the speed, you don't even think about the balance because it's the moving forward that keeps you on. 
And that's what really Spirit wants to highlight here. How do we keep moving forward and not stand still? The only reason you should stop is to take stock of yourself. There are some very, very avid bicycle riders that can actually stop their bike and not fall off. They're, they're balanced on this so well is that they could get a perspective standing still. But when you're moving forward, going in a certain direction, it's important to keep that movement. If you want to move forward and not go anywhere, that conflicts with each other. The only time you should stand still is when you're asking for insight. You're taking a perspective. You're taking a step back. But if you want to move forward, that is how you do it. This is the end of part two, tapping into your source. Now go over to part three, where we talk about blind faith. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Genis Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Hey.